Hey, what's going on? This is Lawrence from LawrenceDoes.com, and you're about to listen to the 14th episode of the Hair to Real Estate show. Today's episode for the real estate side, we're going to be talking about how much are you actually doing to make sure your deals do not fall through? Are you going the extra mile? What kind of things are you doing to make sure this escrow does not fall out? And we're talking about hair behind the chair. Are you being innovative? Are you doing something new? Or are you just doing the same thing over and over and over again? And how that could be bad for business. All this and more coming up next. Stay tuned. Hey, what's going on? Lawrence from LawrenceDoes.com. Let's get jumping. Let's start this episode right now because I'm super pumped. I'm telling you right now, today is such a great day. I just handed off some more keys to another client, closed another escrow, and it feels phenomenal. And this one is so special to me because this one took a lot of hard work, a lot of time, a lot of dedication, something that I feel a lot of agents probably would have given up on. And to be honest, everybody told me to give up. You cannot imagine how many people said, leave it alone, it's never gonna happen, you're wasting your time. Actually, the agents before me that was representing this client, um, agents that I know, close friends and family, because they seen how hard I was working. And that is why I call myself the people's agent, because I do go above and beyond. And when times feel like nobody's on your side, I will be there. And let me tell you why, okay? I was showing this lady and gentlemen homes for the last six months. And every time, first of all, the homes were out of city, so I'm driving 45 minutes, sometimes only showing one at a time because that's all there was at the market that fit in her parameters. And uh, the timing, I mean, everything was tough, guys. And uh, to jump to this one here, right? We finally get an offer accepted, one that was great, I got him a great deal. The house is fantastic. The property was going as is, okay? I still got them to give us a credit for the garage. They fixed the HVAC system. Um, we got some closing costs. I mean, we did so many things uh, for this, this, this transaction that just shouldn't have happened, um, that it just became such a great deal. Now, 21 days in, the loan kind of fell apart. We almost had to cancel. I didn't have to remove contingencies um, like I was supposed to. I, we, I, I mean, it's one of those things where, let me tell you, working with the agent on the other side was a, just, it just, it made such a, a better situation because him and I both were working extremely hard to get this deal done and he never gave up, I never gave up and we both worked to really get this deal going. Now, we almost had a fallout. Actually, we did have a fallout. It was like a week and a half, two weeks um, of kind of this this back and forth because you know we needed some some extra funds, some more investing. One of the investors fell out last minute. It looked to be dead in the water. Um, I pulled some strings. I got somebody to to come back in. We found another lender, and then that one didn't actually go through, and that should have been the final straw. But we went back to the original. We worked out a deal, we got that done, and, uh, and then things started to roll. We started to go, we started 
filing some, some documents, executing some, some forms, getting things signed. Day of, we get the escrow papers, not escrow, but we get the docs out to escrow. She signs, they go, to, they go to escrow, and then the lender tells me that we're missing something and that we only have about 10 minutes to get this document. The other side does what they need to do. I'm doing what I need to do. We're struggling, we're scrambling, we're getting things done. Hour goes by, silence. I send a text message to the lender. I say, it's not gonna happen. My breath is held, I'm thinking, what's going on? I'm waiting for that text message to come through. iPhone users, if you know, got those three dots. He's texting. I don't have an iPhone. I'm not a team iPhone guy. And uh, sure enough, thanks so much. Funds are good. Everything's cleared. Thanks for all the hard work. Congratulations. And there was, I let the, I let the breath go. I felt good. I give her a call immediately. Husband's not there at the moment. I say, congratulations. When would you like to get these keys in your hands? She goes crazy. She's jumping for joy. She's happy. They're just, it, it almost felt like it just wasn't going to happen. To be honest, the hour after that, I still was in shock. I didn't know if it was going to really, if it was real just yet. And it felt good. And that's, that's basically the story of why I'm trying to, this episode kind of has, at least for the real estate side, is, you know, I see too often, you know, sometimes you don't want to work hard. You know, people want to get easy money as if real estate's not already easy on its, on its own. Okay. Guys, if you're listening, if you're brand new agents or you're out there and you're wondering why your business is stagnant, it's because you're not working hard. Everybody feels so entitled. Everyone wants to be an entrepreneur and they want things to come easy. They don't want to work hard for it. They don't want to live in the dirt so they can live, you know, to, to for just a little bit so they can, you know, move up to that deluxe apartment in the sky. You know, and, and that, I feel like that's I feel like that's where I I see a lot of a lot of you failing, right? Is is you don't want to do the hard work. You don't want to make that phone call. You don't want to send that text message. You don't want to reply to that email. I'll tell you what, the agent on the other side, there was a time where we were both yelling at each other, screaming, yelling and screaming. He accused me of lying. I accused him of lying. It was a thing of, I, I didn't, I, I told you this and he didn't know that. And then five, 10 minutes later, we say, look, man, hey, let's figure this out. Let's work together. Let's calm it down and let's go. Let's, let's think of a solution. And we literally went from friends to not friends to friends and not friends. And, uh, and I got to give him a shout out because he did a fantastic job. His name is Paul Jun um, with 77 Financial Group. Um, and they did a phenomenal job of just being available, ready, taking care of the documents that was necessary in the short amount of time. And, and it's just the escrow. I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you could easily let this escrow fall apart if you didn't care or, you know, you didn't want to work as hard, you, you know, like, and it's, it's like, guys, you, you work so hard just to get these clients and then you show them these homes and then you get upset if they don't buy the one that you want. And that's what I see too often too. You guys are trying to tell your buyers what to do, you know, whether you're not, and not, I feel like that's not what is supposed to be happening. You're supposed to coach them and advise them but you're not supposed to make them feel dumb or make them feel like they don't know what they're doing and you make them feel like you know what they should be doing and that's what's best for their interests. Now you can give them advice, 
and advise them to make the smart decisions. But at the end of the day, you can't be upset if they don't, you know? And you can't be upset if you've shown them 12 houses and they haven't made the decision. And I feel like that's what happened. A lot of, you, a lot of these people were telling me, how many more houses are you gonna show them? Or what are you gonna do? And, and just leave them alone. And then that's not the case. Like, guys, again, you gotta be here, you know, you, you're here to serve, you know? As a, as a real estate agent, you're here to serve your clients. You're supposed to give them the best customer service that you can. You're supposed to be knowledgeable, guide them through the process, and appreciate their business for choosing you to represent them. And I feel like all too often, you guys, you get into this escrow and you hope that it's any, any sort of hiccup or sort of you know, hurdle along the way, you either give up, you move on, and you know, you complain, or, or, or you, just, you just don't even get there in the first place. And it's possible to make it happen. And this is more than evident that that is true. I'm telling you right now, I thought this would never happen. And we had a chance. And then I thought it was dead. And then I was like, you know, and I could have given up, but you gotta, you gotta push through. You really gotta work hard. You gotta stay committed. You got to stay consistent, and at the end of the day, it's going to work out. So make sure, guys, you know, ask all the questions that's necessary, because I will tell you this, I bought a lot of time trying to get this other investor coming in before we went back to the original um, lender, and, you know, had I not just said, because, you know, what happened was is when the first loan fell apart, and the lender said that, you know, that, that funds were something or... And I don't want to give a lot of details, um, but basically we had to walk away. You know, when I when I approached the other side, I said, "This is the this is the, the case." Um, you know, it's 21 days. We're supposed to be closing today, and uh, I'm not sure what happened, but it's not going to go through unless we figure out a solution. And I feel like most of you guys are going to say, "Hey, it didn't happen," and you're upset, and then you then you walk away. But I did a lot of things, and I I I, I did a lot of work pulled a lot of strings, got really creative, and uh, we almost had a, a whole nother solution to this problem before we even took the other lender of, you know, back into the deal. And you know, even when I came back two weeks later, he's like, oh really, this is still a thing? And you know, we, we made some moves, we talked around, we moved some things around, and, and it ultimately became the, the saving grace to this deal. You know? She got the house, you know, the, the sellers got to sell their property, I got to help them you know, with the sale, now I get some income to provide for my family. Everyone's happy. It's a, it's a happy thing. And to be honest, I feel like had I not done that extra mile, the other side wouldn't have tried as hard because they would have just folded, waited, put it back in the market and hope for another buyer. Meanwhile, I wouldn't do my buyer a service and I wouldn't be able to provide for my own family. So guys, go the extra mile, ask you all the questions. Don't take no for an answer. Work as hard as you can. Guys, Ideas are nothing until you put them to work. And hard work will never substitute for a great idea. So if you're really out there, let's make it happen. Anyway, I can keep going. I'm just pumped. It's hard. I'm like trying to get deep. I don't want to get so deep, but it just, it feels good. Like I really wish you could understand what really happened and how I've really just went through this whole situation over and over again. But you guys are phenomenal. Thanks again for sticking around. Look, we're going to get into the hair side coming up next. Uh, any questions, comments, or concerns, 
please feel free to let them and uh, tell your friends. All right, what's going on, guys? You hear that sound? Is that Morse code? Something like that? Yeah, that's like for signaling for help. And uh, a lot of you uh, hairstylists and barbers out there need it. The reason why is, man, is because you guys are doing the same thing over and over and over again. You got to start being innovative. I mean, look, chances are you're already on Instagram all the time anyway, right? Or you're already on Facebook and you're seeing videos after videos of people spraying hair color with a water bottle or dyeing extensions with watered down, uh, you know, in, in the in the bowl or um, what else? I mean, there's so many. I mean, I, I think there's that one where she like makes it thinner and then they run it over the the person's head and then they pour it and then they brush it and it's like waterfally and it's like guys. And then this is, but this is where the problem is. And then you guys are just doing base and highlights. Oh, I'll do a partial. Oh, I'll do a, I'll do a root touch up. And then you wonder why your business is, is stalling and it's stale. It's because you guys aren't doing anything new. You're not trying to do anything. You don't want to try to learn balayage or, or, oh, no, no, no. You know everything, right? So, you know, it's only a fad or. I'm like, guys, look, if you want to start making some more money, you want to start picking up your business, you got to start promoting new different things. Find something, see something. I mean, if you guys are behind the chair, you're already creative in the first place. So you should want to learn and, and try new techniques and do something new that you didn't know before. And it's, it's very simple. I mean, it really either get out of doll head or, you know, you invite some new, some clients or, you know, past clients, some new clients, past clients for a free service. And let them know you're going to try something out. Maybe a new cutting technique. Maybe uh, maybe something like, you know, it could be something simple as, as updating your shampoo, you know, at, at the bowl. Not, not the brand. Everybody does that. Like, yeah, we're not trying to sell new products and make new margins this way, okay? That's, all right. That's a whole different show, and I've talked about that before. No, I'm talking about maybe this time, uh, you maybe, why don't you take some classes from a massage therapist and learn how to give a really nice head massage and let your clients know it's you know it's i'm telling you right now if you've done that right let's just say you don't already give a good shampoo which is beyond me i think any salon i think i think every stylist in the world should be giving great shampoos i'm talking they should be so good that clients should only be coming to you if that's the only thing you did, they would still come to you just to get their hair washed. Because anybody can wash their own hair. If you're going to wash it for them, of course, you know, if you're going to wash and then you're going to, if you're applying color and you're going to wash, you're going to rinse and you're going to apply a toner and you're going to dry and then you're going to come back and then you're, yeah, of course, that I understand. Okay. Maybe I save mine for the last, for the last wash if I'm going to wash them multiple times, but if you guys are just over there rinsing their hair, applying shampoo, barely scrubbing, rinsing it out, okay, putting it, and then especially if you're just putting a towel on their head, if you're just putting a towel on their head and you're drying them and you're just like, all right, see you at the chair, that is terrible. And I actually don't even feel bad for your business because it's like you're not even trying. 
You know, and I'm here and I look, I'm very empathetic that maybe you didn't learn or you didn't or, or you don't know. But it does strike me very odd that I know certain stylists get people in a chair and they don't take the time to do so. And I mean, if, if you disagree and you think that, you know, if you're really good, you don't need to or something like that. I, I mean, yeah, great. I guess so. But even then, you're going to wash them anyway. I mean, you can't spend an extra five minutes giving them like a deep massage or something that they can do just to get a little, but, but that's besides the point, okay? That's just one of the things. I'm, get, I'm getting off topic. That's one of the things that you could be doing in order to expand and build your business. But, you know, trying new color techniques or experimenting with something that you've never done before um, and getting them in the chair. I mean, you got to try and be innovative some way. Maybe try a new technique. Maybe make something up. Maybe instead of cutting their hair the same way you always do, you know, why don't you try a different way? Look, for example, okay, a lot of people like to cut the, like, all right, for me, so I cut my hair wet. Okay, look, I'll be, I'll be honest. I mean, I like to innovate, but granted, I'm, I'm moving it to real estate now. I do more real estate than I do hair. So I'm not really worried about it at this current moment, but I, if, if I were to do this, right, this is what I would do, okay? I do all my haircuts wet and dry, okay? Every single person. I never just let them come in the chair and sit them down dry and start cutting their hair because it doesn't make any sense. I, I don't believe in the, in the way that you would cut somebody's hair dry unless, of course, they don't want to wet and you're just, but you are going to flat iron it because, again, if they're sweating, they're moving or they woke up and there's a big deal. But I like to cut hair wet, get through my sections, right? And normally I cut with a razor. Almost 90% of the time I'm going to cut with a razor wet and then I'll finish with scissors dry. But this is what gets me. If, if it was me and, I'm, and I wanted to start to bring some new techniques into the, the chair so I can start, I don't know, getting my clients excited. Maybe they, they, you know, they have no reason to tell you know, their, their friends about me or someone they know from work or whatever the case is because it's stale. They have nothing exciting. And I want to switch that up. What I would do is I would cut their first section wet. After I finish that section... I can blow dry that section and flat iron that right away. And then I would go to the next section, wet it down, cut it, blow dry. So at the then when I'm done taking my sections, the, the haircut's done. I don't have to cut it wet, then take 20, 30 minutes, 40 minutes blow drying it. And then, you know, at that point, it's like, you know, because that's a long time. You know what I mean? Like, it's, even if it's take 20 minutes, because at, even at 20 minutes, if you're just going to, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying Let's just say for 20 minutes, for example, purposes, it takes you to blow dry their hair, right? Maybe you're going to round brush it or you're going to get, I flat wrap mine so it's a little faster and then I, I flat iron later. But that amount of time, it, instead you can blow dry for two minutes and then flat iron really quick and then you can still have a conversation with your client. You could probably talk a little more. It doesn't feel like they have to sit there quietly and be on their phone or read a magazine while you're blow drying their hair, especially if it's a brand new client. You know what I mean? Maybe on a brand, brand new clients, you, you can use this technique to where, you know, you cut their hair wet, each section, you blow dry it so you can see how it falls. You know what I mean? And then you move to the next section, do it again. And then at least and then you get to talk and kind of get to know your client this very first time. And that's going to maybe feel good. And again, that's just a, a, a one example. But there's so many ways you guys can be more innovative through through just making small changes or tweaks. 
because I don't know. For me, it just seems stale. If if you're if you've been doing hair for 15, 10, 15, 20 years, and you're doing the same thing from twenty years ago, the same. All you do is foil. All you do is cut bobs. I mean, I guess if you're the bob master or you're the foil master, cool. If that's your thing, but I'm talking to the ones that are struggling, or maybe they, you know, want new clients but they don't know how to do it, and now they're spending money on advertisements because they want to attract new clientele. But I will tell you this, if you're having trouble getting new clientele, it's because of the clientele you already have. There's a problem that you don't know you have, and it's probably that you're stale, you're doing the same thing, and you're going through the motions. Create some excitement. Get some people in the salon talking, doing new things. Push your team. If you're a salon owner, you're pushing a team to, to do new things and be better and try and innovate, you know, then you're probably going to start, and I'm not even probably, you will start to see more sales, more income, newer clients, more excited, more frequent visits from clients you already have, probably sell more products. It's, it's a win-win, guys. You have to start being more open to trying new things because far too often I see stylists just do the same thing over and over again. And, uh, and it's just not fair. So anyway, guys, look, you're fantastic. I don't want to rant. It's been a long episode. I talked for a long time, behind, you know, for real estate. And if you're listening now and we're talking about hair, um, same thing. I don't want to get to that point where you guys are tired of my voice. So you guys have been fantastic. Look, at the end of the day, if you're a real estate agent, work your hardest. Do whatever it takes so that that escrow doesn't fall apart. If you're a hairstylist, you're behind the chair and you just feel blah and you haven't done anything new in a while, that's the reason. You need to start innovating. You need to start trying some new stuff. Maybe go practice something you've never learned before and I guarantee it'll help you out, okay? You've been great. Please remember, visit lawrencedoes.com. You can call me at 760-567-2226. If you have any questions about hair or real estate, preferably real estate, But even here, I just want to help. I want you guys to succeed. I want you to be fantastic. I want you to be great. I want you to make a ton of money. I want you to have a great career behind the chair. And uh, you guys have been phenomenal. So thanks so much for watching. Make sure to stay tuned for next episode. I'll talk to you soon. You guys have been great. Remember, this is Lawrence from LawrenceDust.com signing out. It's the Harry Real Estate Show. Talk to you soon.